Hello, I am Jeremy Kingsbury. This is Way Too Twog's Bagpipe and History Podcast, the show where you come along with me as I explore the likely repertoire of 18th and early 19th century bagpipers. Let's listen to some tunes. So, welcome. This week we are doing some cool things, I think. Uh, this week's sort of like a scavenger hunt where I'm going to play a bunch of tunes that uh, have names but are really um, leaving something to be desired. They're undernamed tunes, is what I'm going to call them. Uh, so, I'm going to play a bunch of undernamed tunes, mostly. Well, James Aird's collections are sort of the beginning point for all these tunes. So we're going to play some stuff from Robert Miller as well. But most of these tunes, the way that I started with them was through looking at, uh, I think it's volume five of James Aird's collection, a selection of Scots, English, Irish, and foreign jars adapted for the fife, violin, or German flute. We play James Aird stuff quite a lot on here. Um, still haven't really found a good history of James Aird. You know, he was printing music. Uh, I think he lived in Glasgow, and he's got uh, just a ton of great tunes. So, uh, And many of them are undernamed, so that's what we're doing today. Uh, and since we're doing kind of tunes that show up in James Aird's collection that are undernamed, uh, I reached out and asked uh, Breacha Campbell if I could play one of her tracks, because she plays a jig from James Aird that she just calls Aird's Jig, because, um, again, doesn't have a name. Uh, and and she agreed, so, so that's great. So generally I do a rundown of what the tunes are uh, on the episode, uh, and so I'll do that, but it's less, less than helpful, I think. So from James Aird... Uh, like I said, these are all from kind of volume five, maybe it's volume five or, and six. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, according to the archive.org link that I'm using, it was published in 1801. Um, but all the tunes from aired come out of that collection. And those tunes are three, six, eights called North Highland reel, three tunes that are just called a Highland dance, one sky dance and three tunes just called a jig. Then from Robert Miller, We're going to hear two Highland dances, one Western Highland dance, and a Highland jig. And those all come from the Highland manuscript, which you can get on Ross's music page. And I also reached out and kind of bugged Keith Sanger if he would send me some tunes from his um, kind of Miller archive. And so we're also going to play from that collection, North Highland jig, which is a 9-8. Then we're also going to hear uh, a tune, well, uh, one of those tunes... Oh, I missed some. From Miller, we're also going to hear Western Isles Air. Um, from Aired, we're going to hear Western Isles Air. From Miller, we're going to hear Western Isles Air. And they're going to play uh, the setting for Western Isles Air from Reverend R. Harrison, who is a reverend in Cumbria. Uh, and this manuscript, I think, is from 1815. Uh, so it's kind of cool to see these tunes that, that make their way into kind of the borders and, and England, uh, kind of similar to that. Um, crofters of sky tune that billy pig played uh anyway so that's that's what we're doing uh lots of tunes and uh i think what makes sense is that i'm going to play these tunes and you know i'll tell you what they're called in james Aird's collection and my hope is that you will see them or hear them rather and recognize them and then together we can get better names for all these tunes uh and so 
I've got the the names, which are unsatisfying, but uh, they also, both in James Aird and in Miller's collection, they have numbers. So I will say that the title of the name and the number, and that way, when you email me or post on Facebook or whatever, like, I know what tune, what that North Highland reel is. That's tune 185. We've actually already had some success with this. So let's start with uh, a collection of three six eights that James Aird calls North Highland Reel. Uh, and these are tune numbers 185, 186, and 187. I just played through all three of them in quick succession. Uh, I'm sure you will be able to hear the difference. Part of the reason for this episode is I feel like I've been neglecting Highland Pipes for a long time and actually recorded some Illin Pipes and Border Piping um, and some Whistling and even some Jaw Harp stuff that uh, it just wound up getting cut <laughs> that's going to be on next week's episode. So this this week's episode is pretty... Um, pretty exclusively Highland Pipes, except for Bridget, uh, who plays small pipes. Uh, anyway, so here, to start us off, three North Highland reels, tune 185, 186, 187, from James Aird.
so I posted all three of those tunes on social media this week, kind of asking if people knew what they were. Um, cause I am, I'm very sure that I have heard, heard, uh, tune 186, that the one in the middle there, I'm sure I've heard that someplace, but I can't place it. Uh, and tune 187 seemed fairly familiar to me as well, but I couldn't place it. Uh, but Jeff Jones did. So big thanks to Jeff Jones for kind of sending me down a pretty deep rabbit hole. Um, first he kind of pointed out that, uh, it shows up in Robert Miller's manuscript, uh, and so I went looking there. Uh, in Miller's manuscript, it is tune. Uh, it's that that tune. Uh, Miller has it as Highland Dance as a six eight again, uh, and it's sort of a it's a little bit trickier than Aird's version. It's also tricky because you know if you download the PDF and look at it, part three goes vertically up the page. So. The first two parts are horizontal, like you'd expect sheet music, and then Miller ran out of space uh, and inserted the third part, uh, kind of half of it going up the line. So it's a little took a little bit of um, engineering to get that all in one spot so I can read it. Uh, anyway, let us go first to uh, Highland Dance. So this is tune 132. This is uh, Robert Miller's setting. Thanks again, Jeff. So Jeff wasn't done finding connections for our our tune that starts its life as, you know, tune 187 from James Aird, and then tune 132, or both uh, called the Highland Dance and Miller. Uh, Jeff thinks that it might be Braze of Melanish, but specifically there's a there's a setting for Braze of Melanish, Melanish sorry, in William Donaldson's book, The Broadside to Broadband. You can read the whole thing on Killshawn. It's awesome. Uh, I, I have looked at it before, but I, I kind of discredit it because, you know, so many of the things on Kill Sean are old manuscript collections and you cl click through to William Donaldson's book and it's just, it looks too new. <laughs> like it looks too new and polished. So I, you know, every time a tune that I'm looking for turns up in there, I had kind of just moved on and looked at something else. But this is the first time I really like read the introduction and looked through it. Um, it's one of the, it was like the second thing this week that got me thinking about jaw harps too. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a good book, William Donaldson's book. But his the setting that William Donaldson has for Braze of Melanish, it does. It sounds an awful like, uh, awful lot like Miller's Highland Dance tune one thirty two and James Aird's North Highland Reel tune one eighty seven. But it doesn't sound much like Braze of Melanish. Um, so I went looking. I tried to play it a couple of times, and it was too too challenging for me. And then I kind of looked at the description that pointed out like where the versions that Donaldson was kind of taking from, and uh, he pointed out the version he was using or the setting he was using. But he also said it was in William Gunn, and so I looked at William Gunn's setting, uh, and it does not. When you play William Gunn's setting, which I think is the oldest one that was on Kill Sean, 
it doesn't really resemble um, it doesn't resemble this tune 187 and 132 um, that we've been playing um, but it really resembles Rays of Melanish which it turned out like after looking at the the gun setting uh, like my fingers would struggle with the first setting or the first part and then once I got to the third part it got really confusing and then my fingers just took over because it turns out that I learned uh, Rays of Melanish maybe 20 years ago that's maybe not an exaggeration 15 years ago at least um yeah, definitely fif 15. I don't know what time is. Uh, but I, I learned it off of the Piping Center 1997 recital series, uh, volume four. It's got Ian Duncan and Roddy McLeod on it. And Roddy McLeod finishes his set with, uh, finishes, that's his last track, uh, kind of ends with the phrase uh, of Melanish. And it's a really awesome tune, but I'm not sure that it's, I'm not I'm not quite ready to stamp the title Braze of Melanish on um on the Miller Highland dance and the James aired North Highland reel, mostly because I'm, I, I still feel like I recognize something from a Donald McDonald tune, but I can't, I can't quite place it. Um, anyway, here is my setting for Braze of Melanish sort of imperfectly played from memory of what, uh, Rodney McLeod had. And, and you tell me if you think that that is, uh, is that possibly like the same tune? Certain, I mean, there, there's some similarities for sure. I, I just, I don't know. I'm not quite willing to, not ready to stamp a title tune or tune title on uh, 187 and 132. feeling guilty and stupid about not just saying that the aired and like why not why not say those are braze melanish braze of melanish there's certainly um some some ancestral notes going through there uh, i also forgot to say a uh, special thanks to brian may for kind of connecting the dots on where i had heard that tune it was driving me nuts i knew i learned it from somebody else's playing and like on an album that i listened to a ton um and uh, somebody pointed out like there's a, a battlefield band track of it and that was good but it wasn't the one i listened to um but yeah brian may finally came through and said you know it's roddy mcleod recorded it and i was like yes that is that is it um anyway so let's start a new thread i think we've we have fully um fully put to bed the <laughs> um the Braze of Melanish thread here. Uh, if you look in the show notes, I've got links to uh, gun settings. So you can look at gun or you can look at William Donaldson's setting for that tune. Uh, see if you can take a crack at it. It's a fun tune to play. Um, 
Yeah, so the next tune we're going to play, I'm going to go back to that Miller manuscript. So this is the, most of these tunes that we're playing out of uh, Robert Miller's manuscript come from the 1820-ish um, collection. And this one, it was kind of cool when Jeff said, hey, look at this page, and it's this tune number. It just opened up everything. Like that whole page was filled with tunes that were undernamed that had um, partners in James Aird that like there was the same tune the way this episode started i was going to do highland piping tunes in james Aird's collection as well as undernamed uh but we just i wound up having because of jeff kind of pointing out the miller connection i wound up having so many connections of tunes to play um that this is just going to be undernamed but it, it started as a mystery like nothing in james Aird. It doesn't say like these are for bagpipes. You just I'm just kind of looking at them to to say, oh yeah, that's a nine note tune that might be a bagpiping tune. Sometimes you recognize them, um, but for me, it's always it's fun to find to find out that Miller did the same thing of either looking through Aird's book, which I think might have been the case because there's so many of these on the same page that maybe Miller was copying them out and kind of transposing them where they needed to be in one go, um, but that they are tunes that you know, a Highland Piper would play, uh, that, that section, it really, yeah, it's, these are, I'm confident that these are tunes that Miller played on Highland Pipes. Uh, anyway, so let's look at another tune on that same page. This one is 131. There's an interesting note on the page and I didn't, I didn't try to do it. I wanted to play a tune with, um, with a high B this week, and I actually recorded one, but it's going to be on next week's uh, next next episode instead. Uh, but this this is interesting. So this is called Highland Dance. It's tune number one thirty one, and beneath it, Miller has written "Play this one note up," and I don't know if he is talking about the whole phrase or what what note in particular he's he's talking about i thought about just trying it to see if i could do it with the high b's but the one thing i learned this uh these last couple of days of practicing is playing the high b notes at speed is nearly impossible for me at this point i have not worked my arm out this hard in a long time um it is sore i actually started uh when i was trying to figure it out I actually switched arms because my left arm was too sore and I switched my pipes over to the to my right arm and my drones were just kind of hanging <laughs> hanging in front of me it looked ridiculous like uh it kind of looked like that um geez it looks like that David Allen painting where the Piper's drones are just kind of pointed out sideways I wonder if maybe that's what's going on there um anyway so let us hear uh, this tune from Robert Miller, and I'll tell you where I know it from. Uh, maybe I won't spoil you for it, uh, so you can hear it and see if you can pick up uh, if you recognize this tune or not. So anyway, Highland Dance, number 131 from Robert Miller.
toe. You recognize it? Uh, maybe we'll do James Aird's uh, just right quick, give you one more shot. James Aird's setting is a little bit closer to how I have heard it. So James Aird calls this tune a Highland Dance. It is tune number 195. And here it is. So I first heard that tune, have you got it yet? First Toilet? This is maybe stupid, maybe nobody's heard this tune, <laughs> but like one of my favorite albums as a kid, like Young Piper, I don't know how it came into my hands. Like I started I started playing when I was like 10 and uh, I was, that was, so when I was 10, it was sort of right when everybody was playing didgeridoos with bagpipes and Jumbex and all that kind of stuff. And it was just so cool. I was like a huge fanboy of, of that band Brother um, from Australia that, that did that. Uh, and anyways, I, I somehow just stumbled onto Planet Porridge, uh, an album by a group called The Porridge Men. And it's been really frustrating. <laughs> like, it was one of my favorite albums. Picked it up at a Highland Games, listened to it on cassette until I like, wore out the cassette bought a CD, listened to that, lost that CD, bought another copy of it, um, and now you can stream it on Amazon Music and Spotify and stuff, but it's an awesome album, and uh, the previous run of the podcast, I, I played some tracks, um, I played some tracks from the Porridge Men, uh, and I tried to reach out to them at that point to see if I could like get permission to do that. Uh, I think that's how it went down, and I never got a hold of them, and I think on the episode I even said, I'm playing this without their permission, hoping that they get in touch with me to yell at me, because I tried and couldn't find them. Um, but yeah, as far as I know, they only came out with one album, uh, and it's awesome. You should really listen to it. Um, and then, yeah, I don't have any details about it. What I will say is, if you go to um, Bandcamp... Bandcamp Friday's coming up, uh, but Andrew Forbes put out an album called The 11th Floor, and it is like the spiritual, it is very much, to me, it is like close kin to uh, Porridge Men, like it's just got that same, that same type of vibe of some synthesizers and um, didgeridoos and bagpipes and stuff, it's a, it's a cool album. Uh, anyway, so that is where I first heard it, was from the Porridge Men, and they actually have a title for it, so the title they use is called Clisham, not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it's the name of the mountain on Harris, it's actually the highest peak uh, in the Outer Hebrides, um, on the Isle of Harris, which I think I, I must have, I've, I've clearly been around there. I didn't go hiking up it or anything, but it's kind of right in the narrow spot between Lewis and Harris. So, uh, if you've been to Lewis and Harris and 
you, you've seen it <laughs> if you've if you've driven through there uh, unless it was super foggy uh, anyway so i don't know i i went poking around to see if i could find any other tunes called klisham and i couldn't um but maybe that's what it is so that's what i'm going to call this tune from now on if i can remember is klisham i've actually been calling it wax reels because uh, that is the first tune in that that track on the porridgeman but uh anyway this is the second tune in that track and they call it klisham so there you go. We've got uh, that, that's a success. I feel like we've got um, two <laughs> two possible tune names before I've even released the album. So as we were kind of going along here, I think the rest of these I don't have any sort of a clue uh, as to what they are, <laughs> what they've come from. So anyway, uh, let's go. Well, okay. So with James Aird, that's this page that has Clisham on it from James Aird. This is the page that has three tunes that are called A Highland Dance. Uh, tunes 195, 194, and... Or, sorry, 194, 95, 96. Uh, so Klisham is 195. So let's go next. This is going to be um, tune 194. It is a 6-8, and it is also very familiar sounding to me. So can you recognize this tune? This is James Aird's A Highland Dance, tune number 194. Let's do tune number 196. So 194, I'm sure I have heard. 196, I am sure I have played before. Uh, I think I played it as a, I think it's a Donald McDonald or an Angus Mackay tune that I've played that has a name, but I can't remember what it is. So I'm counting on y'all to know or somebody that's been binging the whole podcast to kind of email me in 10 years saying, I figured it out. It's this one. Um, anyway, so here is tune 196. Again, this is referred to by James Aird. All of these have been a Highland dance.
So it's pretty pretty restraining. Like <laughs> um, definitely have some kind of weird errors in there. Just the the tune is written interestingly. Um, you have to have to look at it. And there's some dotting and cutting. When I recorded it the first time, I played it sort of as I remembered playing it before, and uh, it sort of got a little wild and out there. And anyway, I've deleted that take. I probably should have used it versus this one where I'm <laughs> kind of stopping and starting uh, a little bit. Anyway, uh, what's it called? So let's go on back to Robert Miller. I'm going to finish out that page of tunes. Uh, I'm including this one. I don't know about any relationships it has yet, but I'm guessing that it, it maybe it is someplace else in um, in Aired. But this is uh, back to Robert Miller's 1820 manuscript. This is tune 134. It's a 6-8. It's called Highland Jig. And another tune that I'm not sure I have a connection to uh, yet. This is also from Robert Miller, but this is from um, the 1840 manuscript that he was working on and Dundee. Uh, so this is called uh, North Highland Jig, um, and it is in 9-8, so it's kind of a fun fun tune. Uh, I don't have any notes for this one. Like I said, I, I kind of bugged Keith Sanger. Um, I know he, he had quite a few other Miller's uh, tunes and I was just kind of asking him for some tunes and this is one of them because uh, I was hoping it might have some connections but I, I haven't heard any yet um, maybe I will realize that there is some connections once I post this but uh, anyway so this is North Highland Jig tune number 60 from that other collection uh, if you want to learn how to play this tune since I, I can't post the notes for it uh, I'll be doing that's what the tutorial will be this week on the patreon account so if you sign up uh, on the patreon account I'll, every episode I do a how to play this tune where I play it through slowly so it's easier to learn so anyway here is uh, North Highland Jig tune 60 at 9-8 from Robert Miller
And for some more 9.8 goodness, let's do uh, a 9.8 jig from James Aird. And again, James Aird just calls this tune a jig. Uh, so this is tune number 192. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, is he an idiot? Those are the same tune. Uh, in my defense, I did not record them uh, one after the other. Uh, but yeah, those are clearly the same tune. So it's interesting to me. I don't know what to make of this. Like Robert Miller, like I don't, so James Aird, he's publishing these books in Glasgow. It's clear that he's got, you know, good sources for these tunes. Uh, and I don't know, the fact that so many of the tunes have different names, granted they basically don't have names, but that like some of these tunes um, Miller will call like a Western Isles air or a North Highland, like they're they're not, it's not the same exact title to indicate that Miller is looking at a copy of James Aird's selection and copying it into his own book. Um, but maybe these are just like super common tunes that Miller plays as well and also just didn't have a robust title associated with it at the time uh, i'm not sure uh so yeah if you know the name to those two or that that nine eight that miller recorded in 1840 and that james aired recorded in 1801 uh let me know it's a cool tune that uh clearly has some staying power uh okay Let's go over to James Aird. This is another one that shows up in a bunch of places. So uh, we're going to start with James Aird. This is called A Western Isle Air. The tune number is 157. So I had to do some adjustments. So that, that tune drops down below the reach of Highland Pipes to the point where I wasn't going to include it in the episode at first because it seemed like it was a stretch, like it wasn't actually designed for Highland Pipes. Much to my surprise, Miller has a setting for it, uh, for Highland Pipes. Uh, but kind of poking around on traditional tune archive, I saw that there was also a version of this tune from... Uh, from Cumbria, 
so we're going to play that. And the Cumbria one, I'm just going to play on Whistle Quick, and it's essentially identical to James Aird's setting. So this is from Reverend, uh, Reverend Harrison's. Um, so it's called Western Isles Air, uh, just like it is in uh, James Aird's collection. I'm going to play it on Whistle, and so I'm actually going to play it as James Aird wrote it. Uh, so you can hear how it's intended to be played versus how I changed it. And it really, it changes it changes it a lot to the point where I would think I broke it, but Miller sort of did something similar to what I did. Uh, so anyway, here is Reverend Harrison's Western Isles Air. Like I said, it's from Cumbria in 1815. Like I said in the intro, I'm just sort of pleased to see that, um, you know, these tunes that are associated with the uh, Hebrides and Highlands are making their way uh, kind of into the border region and beyond into England and being played. Um, yeah, just music gets around. Uh, so Miller's setting for this, he calls it a West Highland dance. And he, he actually makes quite a few, his changes are substantial. The part B is very different from my second part, how I played it. Uh, but I think our first parts, we kind of play it the same. Uh, anyway, here is Robert Miller's West Highland Dance. Tune number Let's move on to kind of a new tune title. Uh, still, I think it's uh, classified as kind of undernamed, but this is back to James Aird's collection. This is called A Sky Dance. It's number 183. Uh, I assume it's a reference to the Isle of Sky, but uh, anyway, do you recognize this tune? wasn't 3 a.m. I'd probably take another pass at that, um, but it is 3 a.m. and I'd really like to get this podcast done. Um, but I think that's probably well enough played for y'all to be able to say, yeah, I know what that tune is, which is the point of this whole episode. So if you know the name of any of these tunes, uh, let me know. It'd be kind of fun to, to add to the repertoire here. I did a little bit of poking around on traditional tune archive and 
you know, didn't see any connections pointed out with these kind of under, <laughs> under descriptive titles. Um, but maybe, maybe I missed some, some low hanging fruit. Uh, I definitely know there's a couple tunes on here that I have played on the podcast before. There's at least one tune that I have already played on the show or at least played last year. Um, but that I can't remember the title of. So there's something, something there for somebody to, to some, uh, enterprising person to figure out uh, anyway we're going to do one more tune from that same page this is tune number 184 again just called a jig And finally, from James Aird, tune number 193. This one is also just called a jig. Pay close attention to this one. It is quite likely you have already heard this tune. Um, if not, we're going to hear a recording of it uh, from a far more proficient piper uh, right after you hear me play it. Uh, this is the tune that Breacha put on a kind of lovely set of Turf's Lodge into this tune where she just calls it Aird's Jig. I sent her a message and asked if anybody had... And I come up with another name for it when she put it out there, because uh, she's played it at a couple live streams and stuff, and uh, during COVID, and I thought maybe somebody would be, oh, I recognize that tune, but haven't heard it yet. Um, so anyway, I'm going to play it pretty close to how Aired has it, and then you can hear the lovely ways that uh, Breacha improves upon it in her track. So anyway, first, here's tune number 193, A Jig, from James Aired. It's a good tune. Like it, it makes sense to me that that would be the one that uh, such a gifted bagpiper would pull from James Aird's collection and be like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this awesome and release it." Uh, so you can buy uh, Breach's playing of it on Bandcamp, um, and it's yeah, it's good stuff. There'll be links in the show notes if you want to do that. Uh, so we're gonna finish off with uh, her performance. Like I said, she makes a set out of it with Turf's Lodge uh, into this tune, which she just called this Aird's Jig. Um, yeah, big thanks to all the Patreon supporters. Uh, it is, you know, first of the month here. Well, I guess now it is the second of the month, but they are officially paying for the podcast to be hosted. So uh, thanks a bunch. That's just means a ton that I don't have to worry about that. Uh, next week, we are probably going to have an episode. I might wind up postponing it for a week. I have all of the grading um, is going to start coming in on me like an avalanche. So um, hopefully have an episode next week. Like I said, I've got most of it already recorded, but 
maybe not quite enough to push it into that full episode size. Uh, if you haven't already joined the Patreon, please consider doing that. Uh, like I said, I'll, I post weekly tutorial or not weekly, but every time there's an episode, I post tutorials about how to do that. Uh, I think I might be on a different bagpiping podcast sometime soon. Maybe not. Maybe. I'll tell you more about that as it happens. Um, yeah, thanks everyone for listening, and like I said, please do let me know if you recognize any of those tunes, uh, if you can keep track of what the number is and like where the manu- what manuscript it's from, send me an email or kind of post on social media or something. Um, you can email through the show or just my email address is waytootwag, like it's spelled in the title of the show, w-e-t-o-o-t-w-a-a-g at gmail.com. Just send me an email. Let me know if you know the names to any of these tunes. Uh, and once again, huge thanks to Breach of Campbell for letting me play this, this stellar track. Uh, yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you later. Mm-hmm.